How's it going, everybody? In this episode, I'm going to talk about the most upvoted topic that you guys sent me, which is managing money as a freelancer or an entrepreneur. And as per usual, I'll start with a disclaimer. I'm not a millionaire, obviously, and sure, I have my moments where I'm struggling financially, but running my business in the last six years as a filmmaker, I have learned a ton about managing money and what works for me. So what works for me is not what works for everybody because people have different things that they value. So to give you some context, the things that I'm most interested in when it comes to money is number one, I'm saving up to buy a house in the mountains in Squamish, BC, near where I live. So that's a priority for me. Uh, I'm not really, I don't really need like an expensive car or a big truck or anything like that. So if you're looking for advice on how to acquire things like that as well, I probably am not the best resource for that. But basically saving up for property uh, and a home, I want to have enough financial freedom that I can take probably up to like six months off of the year. And then I also want to have a good buffer in case I'm not able to work for six months. So that's kind of how I've structured my finances. And I'll run through kind of my philosophy on finance. And I'll run through my philosophy on money and how that's developed. So one of the best things that my parents ever did for me was not paying for all of my university education. We had to pay for a large majority of our own university education and that was one of the best learning lessons of my life. I remember struggling so much financially during university. I mean, I think my budget for food was about $50 a week and some weeks it would be less than that. So I would have to get super creative. Um, I really, sometimes I wouldn't even have enough money to buy like new clothing and stuff like that, that I almost needed. And that was at the time it was shitty at moments because all my friends around me uh, were, had funding from their parents and they were going out and partying and buying new clothes and stuff like that. But it also made me realize how little I need to be happy. So once I realized that I could have a $50 budget a week for food, which is very low in Canada at least, uh, and not have enough money to buy a car or anything like that, but I was still very, very happy. So once I realized that over my few years at university, it kind of eased off the pressure. Um, I realized, well, if I'm happy with this little, um, then I don't really have to think about making millions to be happy. I can focus on more of the internal things and I still want to be very comfortable. So like I said at the start, I kind of made a list of the things I want to prioritize. And I guess the overall theme is I want to be able to do what I want with who I want whenever I want. And that's super vague and obviously I mean, sure, I can't go fly a private jet to go hang out with my favorite band or something like that, but within reason to do what I want with who I want whenever I want. And I feel like I've gotten to a place now where that is very true. I've set myself up with a lot of different financial buffers. So I want to talk a little bit about that. For example, next month I'll be moving to Costa Rica for a few months, it looks like. And I won't be taking on any specifically client-facing paid projects. And I'm just going to slow things down, focus on my surfing, and work on some other passion projects that I've thought about shooting and editing for a while now. So 
that's what my idea of financial freedom is the ability to kind of up and move myself to another part of the world and slow things down, focus on some of my passions and not being chained to a location or have to keep the wheel spinning at all times to just keep up with my monthly payments. If you've read anything about money management, you've probably heard people talk about setting up a financial buffer in case something goes wrong. And that was one of my first priorities. So having a $5,000 chunk of money set aside, something that'll cover me if I get injured or if I'm not able to work for a few months or if for some reason we lose a major client. I'm basically putting a buffer in place that means I don't explode, my business doesn't explode, and then I have to go work at Starbucks or something. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I want to keep building my business even if things take a turn for the worse. Putting the proper buffer systems in place is a huge way to ensure your survival in the business world. Another thing the university experience taught me when I didn't have much money is it taught me to be extremely frugal and really, really value a dollar. And I was probably on the extreme side of this. Um, it was probably annoying to say I wasn't really, I wasn't cheap or anything like that. I would still tip, but I wouldn't go out to eat meals all the time because I simply couldn't. And I would really think before I purchased anything. And though I've loosened up slightly on that in the last six years, uh, I still hold that as a value. I really consider a purchase before I make it, even if it's not a huge one. I think, why would, why do I need this? Because I have so many things in my home that end up just kind of sitting around and collecting dust. And if you add up all those $100, $300 expenses here and there, um, that money could go towards something that actually has value to me. So I really, really consider purchases before I make them. I usually make a bit of a, I open up my Evernote app and kind of write out why I think I need it, uh, the use cases I have for this product that I'm looking at buying. And if it makes sense, I will buy it for sure. But I've really limited the amount of purchases I've made. Uh, in addition to that, I was very close to buying a truck this year. Uh, I currently drive a Honda Accord. And I really weighed out the options and realized how much farther that money I was going to put into a truck will get me if I invest it in the stock market long term and keep driving this Honda Accord for a bit longer. So decisions like that, for me personally, make me feel more free, allow me to say no to more projects because overall, I'd say that is my biggest kind of fear is stretching myself financially to a point where I end up in a corner and having to say yes to projects and work that I really, really don't want to do. And that is the one scenario that I'm trying to avoid. So I keep my wants relatively low. Um, and even at that, I mean, I'm still able to take trips to Japan. I still live in Whistler, BC, which is quite an expensive place. Um, so I, I, I'm still living my life the way I want to, but I just kind of limit the expenses which don't add value to me, like expensive dinners out. I, I don't really need those, so I avoid them. And I think we all have areas of our life where we just kind of follow the crowd and end up spending what other people spending on things, even though they don't add value to our life. So that money I would have spent on dinner, I'd rather spend that on a new pair of skis or a trip somewhere in the world. My philosophy is if you limit the amount of financial constraints you have on yourself, 
um, and don't stretch yourself so much financially, you have a way better chance of allowing yourself to build a career around what you love. It eases up the pressure so much and you don't end up finding yourself at age 27 with car payments, house payments, um, motorbike payments, whatever it may be. And then you're kind of stuck in a corner and it's going to be hard, if not impossible to take a leap into a new arena and try and build a new business. So personally, my philosophy, keep your wants low, keep your expenses low. And for me, at least, uh, not purchasing things has made me focus more on how to make myself happy internally. So health and fitness and just keeping my mental state in check um, and not being distracted by if I feel bad one day going out and buying something, which I totally have done in the past and I think is a very common human distraction. And then when it comes to actually managing my money, I can do a more detailed episode on that specifically, but Basically, I have it mostly automated, so I have a chunk of money that every week goes out of my checking account and into my long-term home savings account. I have a separate account set up with that buffer fund that I talked about, uh, my emergency fund. I really limit my credit card use because I, I do notice that I spend differently when I use my credit card because when I log into my banking, I see my checking number and then I don't pay attention to the fact that I actually owe 500 bucks on my credit card. So I definitely limit my credit card spending and some people say, well, you're missing out on points, but points don't have much value if you're spending more money than you should be, in my opinion. If you guys want a longer episode done on the specifics of how I manage my money um, in terms of automated transactions and stuff like that, let me know. Uh, Send me an email. And don't forget, if you enjoyed the podcast, leave a ratings in iTunes if you want. And I will catch you guys on the next one.